everybody up. Well, hey guys, I'm Melody Owens and I'm here with Honor Garrett and Heather Shar, and we are week seven of the Life with Coach podcast. And today we are talking about in-laws. <laughs> so some of us have really awesome in-laws. Um, some of us have um, not so awesome in-laws. And then some of us have families that don't understand at all any concept of what our schedules look like and how come we can't make the four Christmases or how come we can't bring all the desserts to Thanksgiving or why can't we make the bar mitzvah or Johnny's graduation <laughs> party or you know I mean the wedding should not be in August or September or October please Lord Jesus get married in the summer and you know we have all those things we have to always think about and you know some of our families don't understand so we are going to get the perspective of the wise honor and heather and um listen to my silly stories along the way about how to deal with families and i feel like this is a relevant topic whether you're a coach's wife or you're you're just in a relationship whether you're just married and your husband has a regular job so but there's a little bit of an asterisk with coaches family so um heather i want to start with you tell me what your experience has been dealing with schedules of um, extended family and your in-laws interceding in your life okay well um, in the beginning, it was really easy. I would just go and Paul wouldn't, you know, Paul would go to, you know, be coaching or, you know, working or doing whatever. And I would just go. And at the beginning before kids, you wanted to play in November. I mean, in Texas, the season ends like usually the first or second week in November. So if you can go longer, that's huge. So I did have some family. I mean, my parents were always understanding, but my parents always came to the game. So they didn't mind or we'd you know, skip Thanksgiving. The games are never on Thanksgiving, you know, like pros are on Thanksgiving sometimes, but high school is the day after. Um, so, you know, I, I have had to tell a few people here and there, can't make this, can't make that. Um, my sister-in-law, Paul's sister, <laughs> decided to get married on a Saturday in October. And we were playing a 6A, we were playing 6a then or what was five it's 6a now this was oh 20 years ago oh my gosh and they couldn't understand why and the wedding was at 6 30. <laughs> our game started at two wow. and they were like well paul's in the wedding and i'm like well no, if he gets not. there no, if he not. gets there and <laughs> to, to, exactly and to make it worse heath was born in august so oh, i had a three okay. months old so I went to the church, had everything ready. And Paul's coach, actually, we were up pretty far. So Paul's head coach let him leave at the beginning of the fourth quarter. Paul didn't want to, but he said, you better. And we were in Irving and he had to drive. We had to go down to Dallas off 75. The only so thing probably, worse than that is if they would have made you the cake server. That's the worst job at a wedding is being the cake server. <laughs> <laughs> well, Paul was a, they wanted Paul to be an usher. And I'm like, he may not be there and they're like well we'll make him an honorary and if he gets there he gets there he literally took a shower at the field house drove to dallas 35 minutes i stood there with his suit and an infant and he went and got dressed and kind of ran in at the end and did a little bit of it but no one was upset but they kept asking well 
do you have to go to the game? <laughs> Paul's like, yeah, it's my job. I, yes, I have to go to the game, but I will do my best to be there. So that was the one big one we had. That was the major, and that was 20 years ago. Well, now people- feel that with Grace though. That's pretty good. Uh, well, getting there was, uh, you know, I finally just kept saying, Paul, you need to call your sister and say, I'm really sorry, but um, I will do my best. I didn't go to the game. I couldn't even imagine, you know, driving with an, I just wanted to be there. So I got a hotel close by and was just there, but that was, I'm trying to think if there were others, but that was probably our biggest. Yeah. And that was a long time ago. So it. What about you? you? What about you, Honor? Well, so I'm pretty fortunate in the fact that my in-laws and my husband's family is a football family. So John's mom had eight children, but her husband, um, John's father was a coach all of his life, a coach and a scout. And then John and his three brothers were all coaches. And so they just kind of knew that they just knew how it goes. So they were wonderful. Now my parents, when I first started dating John and then we got serious, they were like, so when is he going to get a real job? Because <laughs> <laughs> You know, I think your parents, you know, think you're going to marry, you know, a, a doctor or a lawyer, or they just think that, or something, you know, they don't think of someone having an actual profession as a football coach. And if you're not playing used a game, to it. a profession um, playing a game, right? It's just, yeah. <laughs> right. it's like, well, what other job does he have? Like, what is, you know, uh, is that a hobby or like, real? but you know, fortunately it has, you know, provided a nice life for us. Um, mm -hmm. We've had some really thin times and we've had some times where things have been, you know, better, but, um, but our family all in all has been really all in with football and they understand it. And so I've been very fortunate in that aspect. Yeah, that's really good. And it's very helpful that you've had a mother-in-law that's kind of been there and done that. Um, my mother-in-law is, um, also a coach, was also a coach's wife. And so, um, I guess for me, it was one of those things where she tried to tell me how to be a coach's wife rather than just let me organically figure that out. Um, but you know, luckily we have a good relationship. So I'd be like, no. And then now it's kind of reversed. I'm like, don't, sh don't say anything. Sh don't say anything. <laughs> I have to try to, you know, quell her desire to, um, you know, punch somebody in the face. <laughs> like, Don't say it. We can't sit here. You know, like we have, we have to move now. Um, but I think part of that's her age, <laughs> because you know, the older you get, the the less of a filter you have. And so, um, so now it's kind of the opposite, where I'm trying to rein her in a little bit more. And um, the old teacher in her comes out, so she's disciplining kids in the stands. I'm like, you're not, you don't work here, so you don't have to do that. It's okay. And you know, so I have kind of that experience with my mother-in-law versus, you know, the unsupportive kind. And, you know, my family, my dad was a band director. So he kind of gets the fact and a school administrator. So he did the superintendent stuff, the principal stuff and the band director stuff. So he kind of is very uh, lenient and understanding about, you know, we can't, we can't make it to this, that or the other. Um, have you guys ever, I know this is kind of morbid, but has anybody ever had somebody die during football season? And you're thinking, 
uh, well, I wish they would have held on for another week or so, <laughs> you know, so we could make the funeral, you know, I mean, I know it sounds terrible, but has that ever happened? And somebody been upset that you can't be there or, you know, to pay your respects? No, it's never happened for us. Wow. Well, I, no, I wouldn't say, um, it hasn't been somebody that close that we really had to be there. Um, but well, actually, actually, I take that back. Um, we did, we had, a um, my, my nephew passed away last year and, um, at, at 25 years old. And, um, but because it was so tragic, um, we were able all to go and, mm -hmm. and we worked around it. And my husband actually worked around it to where he could go on a Friday night and still get back for the game on Saturday, yeah. you know, on Saturday, like we just, we made it work. Yes. Um, so, yeah. um, we were fortunate in that aspect. And, and when something really tragic happens, everybody rallies around you to make it, to definitely make it work out. And so, um, yeah, because there, I mean, it's really sad to say, but in football, you, you just, you can't miss the game. And it's, no. yeah. sometimes those are the times where you really <laughs> check yourself and go, whoa, like, like where are my, priorities and and it is it, it is their lifeline and it's football so important and we love it but sometimes you could look back and go wait a minute my husband's never taken any of my kids to college mm -hmm. you know he's missed so many things that if he could have those experiences he would do anything to have those experiences that he's missed mm -hmm. out on so it's really interesting to look in hindsight and see those yeah. things and, yeah. and question, but you, you know, he's a great dad and he loves the kids and the kids know how much their dad loves them. So they don't question it. I think it's a more of a guilt thing on our, 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 yeah. our end. I think so for sure too. I know they, I know my husband and I know a lot of the other wives can attest to this like you two can as well, but you know, it is, it's, it's a loss for them not being able to experience the things that either we do alone with the kids or just not at all. Like we miss out as an entire family unit. And so, you know, to balance that is a delicate process for sure. Um, and, you know, talking about death and weddings and all the things that are major life events, I'm talking about birthday parties here, or, you know, even, you know, holidays that come around every year, but the major life events that you just, you either have a, have a husband who knows where the priorities are, and then you also have bosses sometimes that are very gracious and family focused that allow them to be a supportive family member too. Um, you know, I've been very thankful for that in my life because we've had unfortunately some deaths right smack in the middle of football season. And the athletic director is very supportive and saying, you know, you guys, you go and take that time. And, but he is still expected to be at the game. I mean, he may miss mm -hmm. the practices leading up to it or something like that, but it's almost like that's the non-negotiable, you know, there's no wiggle room with that, but everything else can be accommodated for. So, um, so what do you, what else do you guys feel like we should talk about to kind of give encouragement to wives? Do you feel, I know somebody posted in the group one time about their husband's leaving after the baby's born or not being there at the hospital or have you, have you kind of, 
the, the wife was really upset. Like she thought that, I remember this one post in particular, she was thinking that her husband was going to take the two weeks and be home with her period. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and then, yeah. And, and not be at practice or camps and just be there, mm. you know? And she was really upset with him. And one wife suggested, well, you set that boundary and he needs to be there. And then another wife said, but this is his job. And, mm. you know, he's got to do certain things. I don't, so what, how would you encourage new, new wives? Cause obviously they're new, they're, they're starting in their family. How would you encourage them to kind of create boundaries, but healthy boundaries for both parties? Because that's a tricky subject. It has to be good for both of you, not just the wife, not just mm. the husband. Yeah. Well, I was going to say communication, <laughs> you know, don't just assume, I mean, it's funny when you were talking about, you know, missing a funeral or something happening like that. We had, Heath was born, our son, um, August 31st, right smack dab. That was not our plan. Oh, I, we didn't, you know, and we'd only been married three years, but Paul kept going, well, you know, if I'm at a game or whatever, I'll be there after. And I kept going, no you will leave the game and you better be there with me. I'm not doing this. And he's like, well, one of your parents can go in. I'm like, no, no, I'm not good with that. But you know, his coach used to tease, tease me and say, you know, he's not going to be there if it's joined again or whatever. But if it came down to it, I know he would have let him go. And Paul would have wanted to leave. Someone would have backed him up. Thank God we didn't have to do that. But I did have Heath, in the morning of a scrimmage, a Thursday scrimmage starting the season. And his head coach, I had Heath early in the morning, but I went to the hospital at two. His head coach showed up and was there at the hospital with us at two o'clock. Yeah. And he's like, Heather, I'm not gonna, and he wouldn't let Paul leave. Paul's like, I'm going to the scrimmage. He's like, no, you're not. You come to the scrimmage, you're fired. You stay today, it's a scrimmage, be back at work, you know, the next day. And, um, my thing was always, I would tell Paul, just ask him. Worst case, he's going to say, no, you don't ask. But you do. You, you ask. You communicate. What's the rule? What can't be? But that's what I say is if you're, I've read that same um, post in the group. And um, there were some wives that were pretty cutthroat in there. They were like, nope, it's their job. They go. Well, but if you're having a, I just can't imagine. But there probably are some of us. I mean, Honor, was your husband there every time you had your babies? Okay, well, this is funny. First of all, like you plan your wedding, plan your pregnancy. Hey, okay. <laughs> plan your baby. <laughs> In the off season, you try. You, try. Then, you know, go back and and figure it out um, of when you need to conceive. Um, you know, as far as my so my son was born in May, so that worked out. But my three daughters were born in the fall. Um, so what we did, because my body loved to hold on to babies, I, they would probably still be in my tummy if they let me. Um, so I had to be induced with all mm. three of my um, girls. So basically we planned on, we planned it. Inducement on Friday. So John would drop me off at the hospital. Mm. He would go to walk through and then his walk through would be over. And then he I would call and go, dilated, you can come to the hospital now. Then he would come and then I would have the baby and then he would go back to work. But mm -hmm. he was always there, but we planned it out with being induced. But we always induced on my due date. It wasn't like we just 
said, oh, we're going to do it at this, you know, whenever we want. The doctor had to be okay with it. And it had to be on a Friday after my due date or on my due date. So that was interesting. And then another generation is John, you know, his dad, mom and dad had eight children. They had eight How children in nine years. And he was with the Browns and he was with the Saints and he was with the Giants. He's with all these teams. And literally back then, the husband didn't go to mm. the hospital. Or if they were, they had to stay in the waiting room. Mm. So Mr. Garrett would just be in a meeting, football meeting. And there's stories where the secretary would just come in and go, Coach, it's another girl. <laughs> you know? like, he's like, okay, thanks. And then he would just go back to coaching um, the play, you know? So mm. it's, it's really different. The times have changed and, and I'm glad that they've changed that it's important now for people, for husbands to actually be there with their wives. But um, you know, if we couldn't have induced, I, I kind of just knew I was okay. I was okay. Yeah. I would have been mm. sad if I wasn't there, but I knew we would have make it, make up for it. Somehow. You know, yeah. I, and I would, and I want to say something too. I feel like, um, in general terms, in general terms, I feel like when we, when we set these expectations and then they're not met, that's when we're, that's when we suffer the most disappointment. Right. Mm -hmm. And so we set all these expectations for everything to be perfect and everything, you know, they're going to come home in this outfit and there's not going to be any problems and there's going to be the nursery's going to be done and I'm going to have all the freezer meals done and I'm going to have all the everything done. <laughs> And then you set yourself that expectation of everything being perfect. And then you're let down and you're discouraged and you're disappointed. And not only yourself, but you're disappointed in your husband for not fulfilling some unspoken need or request that you didn't say, or you did say, and then you're disappointed in the whole process and there's no gratefulness and no gratitude and you miss out on enjoying and the, the beautiful uh, fruition of this life. You know, yeah. and I feel like not even with just having a baby, I feel like if our expectations are way through the roof, we miss the opportunities to be grateful and thankful. And then we, yeah. we end up real upset with life. So, um, you know, I think boundaries are important to communicate, but also understand and have some grace for us being human and having a, the job of being a coach and the job of being coach's wife. But um, Honor, what, what are your suggestions on setting boundaries like that? Well, I think you're absolutely correct in saying, it, it's funny because you, you, if you don't have any expectations, what does that mean? Mm -hmm. But that's not really the point. I've learned kind of the older I get is that, like you said, don't always expect all these things from people, from your husband, from your kids, from whatever, just love them. And then, you know, obviously you have boundaries of, you know, how you're supposed to treat and be respectful and all this, but as far as like events and your whole day going exactly the way you wanted and all of these things just falling into place, that just doesn't happen in life. But if you can stop and be present instead of thinking about worrying about what's going to happen or did it happen or regret that it didn't happen the way you wanted and just be present, yeah. then like you said, you're going to just see the gratitude, see the, 
just the beauty of the moment with your kids or with your husband or, mm-hmm. or, or with anybody. Um, but it's, as far as boundaries, it's more, it's more communication than boundaries. Just getting together with my husband and going, okay, I need to know like, what's the expect, what's going on? Like, what's your schedule? What can I count on? Not count on. I just, I just want to know. So I don't have, I don't make up these things and then get disappointed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah and I think parameters. I think the, per, the word I'm thinking in my mind is like a social contract or parameters to work within or kind of, you know, just some give and take there. It's not really, you're right. It's not expectations. It's just in general Ooh. terms. Well, one thing that my husband told me when we first got married and that has stuck with us the whole time, he's, and he loves his job and he loves football and he's going to stay till he gets the job done. But he said, I will never spend one more minute than I need to at work. Yeah. I want to be home with you. And so I know that if he's not home, it's because he's got something he has to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. Well, yeah. does anybody, I just appreciate you guys helping on today. And I think we really did a great job of exploring how we deal with our in-laws and family situations. I loved hearing all the stories and um, I just appreciate you guys and all of our sisters out there. I appreciate you guys listening. Um, we want to engage and interact with you. So we encourage you guys to share our podcast, give it a rating. We want you guys to follow us on Facebook and engage with us there. If you have a topic you want us to discuss that we, <clears throat> that we haven't so far, um, please let us know. We would love to hear from you. And um, with that, I just want everybody to say bye and thanks for hopping on. Bye guys. Bye. bye. Thank you.